Mike's Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening to my show, which I bring to you from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. We are so close to Thanksgiving. I could smell the I don't care. I don't give a care. No. I talk to people, you know, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Oh, we're going to do all the, we're going to have the turkey, we're going to have the stuffing. And then right about then they go, Mike's Daily Podcast. I hate that crap. What The rest of the year, do you even eat like that? Mike's Daily Podcast. Do you ever take a turkey over to your house and cook it? I eat ground turkey, I'll be honest. And... I can put it in all kinds of things. It makes a nice uh, taco salad. And it's delicious. Is this supposed to rhyme, this part? I usually sing this part, but it didn't happen today, I have to tell you, because... Mike's Daily Podcast. I didn't give a care. I don't... Because Honey Badger don't care. So that's... Mike's... Interesting. Leslie Stahl. Daily... Leslie Stahl. Podcast. She tells the story about how back when she interviewed Trump just before he became president and she said you know and the the microphones were off and and so some of you who distrust the media and go fake news and I should play that real quick you are fake news fake news fake news he said to her he she goes oh look who just went and she said uh Mr. Trump, why is it that you are always putting down the press, putting down the media? And he goes, Leslie, if I don't put you guys down, even when you're reporting the facts correctly, then I won't be able to discredit you in the future when you say something that's right about me that I don't want. Basically, look who just walked in. The man is the king of obfuscation. I have talked about this forever, and I don't know if I... I, I may have not even said that word correctly. It's 5.43 in the morning, and I can't talk. But various people have walked in, and let's say hi to them here at Cafe Anyway. The place where this radio show hails from. Hello, my name is Rudolph, and I am very happy that I brought you a turkey. Oh, Thank you. Boy, I sure wish there was a turkey sound effect right there to make it sound... Oh, there he is. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And here's today's podcast picture. Yesterday's podcast picture was from Cannery Row a year ago. But I think actually now that I look at it, I'm thinking it was maybe two years ago. I went down to Cannery Row. I had not been down there in a long time. Basil. And I took Basil along. We went down. And I think the day previous... It had poured rain down from the sky, from the heavens. Yes, that's the big difference between that year and this year. Even last year and this year, we were getting rain by now. And it is still bone dry and got this awful ash in the air. And I I woke up, I never cough. That comes from someone who never smokes anything ever. I am a square. I am a complete square peg. And I don't smoke at all, anything. And yet, this morning, I am coughing like I'm hacking up a lung. It is just awful, this air. And we've had two weeks of it, and it's disgusting. And it makes makes me hate 
climate change. It makes me hate whoever started that fire. It makes me hate the president because he put down our state and says we need to get like vacuum cleaners and vacuum up all the little needles in the forest and Finland will help or some crazy stuff like that. I don't know. He obfuscated again. So my point is, ah, dang it. I did it. I'm not supposed to say that. I just hit myself for saying that. The, the, uh, my conclusion that I have come to is I need some fresh air and we are all hoping we've got our hands crossed. They're clenched together in prayer, hoping and praying for the rain to come tomorrow evening. It's supposed to be here. Rain. And what will the rain do? It will clear this crap out. It will totally clear it out. And it's supposed to rain on Thanksgiving. And even though I'm going to be on my little birthday trip, I don't care. I want the rain. I'm going to stand in the rain and I'm going to sing an alarm song. For all of you who remember the alarm. Give me love. Give me hope. Give me something to live for. And they also had. Ah, love to feel the rain in the summertime. God, that was an annoying song. This one station I listened to, K-Tide, down in Santa Barbara. And I would listen to it every day driving up. From Oxnard because I went to UCSB in the first two years I commuted, which I don't tell. I here, all you people in college, my suggestion to you is do do the community college thing. You got to be serious because I know a lot of community college students are don't give a crap. You've got to be serious and you got to put in the time. And get it done. I'm I'm assuming the community college near you is good. It may be crap, in which case avoid that. But it's okay to save money, do the community college, and then go to the university for the last two years. Because honestly, the first two years, I don't even know what the hell. Nothing. Nothing of substance happened. Nothing. I commuted from Ventura, Oxnard. It's like an hour drive. It was along probably the nicest commute in the world, the most beautiful commute um, along the Highway One, which Ronald Reagan talked about. If Kevin's listening, this is for you. Well, I was driving with Nancy up Highway One, and I was saying, to, "Mr. President, you're out of time." What? I was just getting into my lovely story about Highway One. That actually happened in the debate with, I believe, Walter Mont- Mondale. In 83, I might have my ears off, but I might be close. So, the thing is, because he ran against Carter the first time. That time, I don't really remember, because it was 1979. In 1983, I remember that pretty well. Okay, here we go. Back to the most beautiful commute in the world is driving along Highway 1. Now, a a year ago, my friend Mike... He makes that commute and he took he sent pictures to me of fire right next to the frickin' road as he's driving along. On one side the beautiful Pacific Ocean, the most beautiful views, on the right side, hell. Hellfire in the afterlife. You'll be met with some serious drive as you spend the steam all day. Tomorrow you'll have to pay. So he was sending me those pictures and that was fascinating. But that's the that was that's the thing that commute. Unfortunately, 
if that road gets shut down, you got to go all the way inland to Ojai, and you got to drive uh, 126, isn't it? And you got to go all the way back there, and this winding road, and it takes for freaking ever, and everybody else is driving through there, so there's traffic. It is not a pretty thing, at least in the Bay Area. Yes, we got our bridges, and if a bridge shuts down, then you got to go all the way around, and that sucks. But on the parts of the bay where you've got, they're like where I live, I've got multiple ways to get out. I can go east, north, south. I'm, it's wonderful. But I hate the being the locked in. That's why I get so when I hear about that paradise story, I cringe. And my mom told me that she knew someone that lived there, and he told her like 10, 15 years ago that yeah, he loved paradise, but the problem was. He goes, there's only one way in and out. And we're surrounded by trees. And if, if, if there was a forest fire, we'd all be dead. I don't even know. My mom hasn't talked to that guy in years. So, and over a decade, I would say. So, I don't even know. We have, we've lost touch with him. I don't even know if he's still around. But there was an interesting sidebar about that story that I didn't get to last time I talked about it. And that is, he had married... A uh, couple times And each time the wife died And and this guy was Not that old And so uh, a little weird Like a black widower type thing So I was glad that He and my mom broke it off Just cause it was kind of weird That thing Although he did My mom invited him to the wedding When I got married Lo these many years ago And I got married in the Bay Area because uh, my then wife's family was from, is from the Bay Area, and the it was interesting because there was the wedding rehearsal in the church. It was an old church. Many of my ex-wife's family got married in this church, and this guy came with my mom to this wedding rehearsal thing. And I got to see my I hadn't seen my mom in a while. I gave her a big hug. And then I see this guy that she's with. And the first thing out of his mouth is, Hi, Mike. Wow, you've really filled out. What the hell does that even mean? I'm fat, right? Is that what that is? I I don't even remember when I first met him. If I was a teenager or whatever. But I was... Who the hell are you? People say the stupidest things, don't they? They really gotta keep their freaking trap shut. If you're not gonna say nothing nice... Do a podcast. No. Uh, just frick, shut the frick up. Frick. Do you know the first West Side story? And I have two other people I wanted to say hi to here at Cafe anyway. The first West Side. Is what? West Side story? I feel like I'm missing a word there. West Side story. That's the name of the musical. I want to be in America. When you're a shark, you're a shark to the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because that took place in the. New York, right? The Puerto Rico section. The, the, and the, you know, it's a Romeo and Juliet story. There were 100 walkouts when that, oh, that's, that was the interesting thing. It was the first musical on Broadway that actually had the Latino population represented. Although people were in brownface. Although I think, wait, Rita Moreno. Did they make her look more white? There's some weird story about that, about how it was all kinds of wrong. But there were 100 people walking out a night that didn't, that they were like, oh my gosh, 
You're showing minorities on stage singing? <gasps> How terrible! Even though they weren't really minorities. Although Rita Moreno is. I don't know. This is a fascinating... The lore of West Side Story. I just thought I would tell you about it. Because I know it's the time of year where people are into musicals. Hmm? What? No? We're not? I don't know. People at Cafe anyway look at look befuddled and bemused by me this morning. All right. That's fine. We used to run this awful, horrible show at the radio station I worked for. I think I can say his name now. No, I'm well, it's some kind of German name. Kind of rhymes with Gunderson. Anywho, it's a nice, big, roly-poly German name. And this guy would do a show... And I, he was talking about money and stuff and stocks and whatever. So he was smart. And I would sometimes get some interesting information from him. But he took Fridays off. And he'd have this guy on who had no, doesn't know money from his, that part of his body that is in the back of his body that he may need from time to time when he goes to the restroom. So he didn't know his head from that. And so this guy comes in and does this show, does the guy's show, and all he does is promote the guy who usually does the show. And and I, oh, so that's ridiculous in and of itself on the radio. So somehow they get the ego to think, oh, this is going to be good enough to put online video. Let's put video of us talking online. Okay, first off. I would never, ever, ever do video of me doing this podcast unless I could actually get a set of a cafe anyway and actually get the characters like the ones I'm just going to talk to right now to appear. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the packing attendant. I always wanted to be on the camera. Oh, and look who else is here right now. There. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know what? I drove into the cafe anyway. Anyway. Do you know that? Thanks, guys. Yes. So if I could do that, then I would be on video. Lickety split. Oh, I hate that expression. I hate that expression, lickety split. It makes me want to drink a bunch of quick. It makes me want to drink a bunch of milk cocoa drinks with the milk. But then I'd be really flummy and I wouldn't be able to breathe because just the crap. And phlegm and ash. Okay, we've gone into an interesting section of the show today. So I just find that interesting that Leslie Stahl heard that from Trump. He actually admitted to that. Because the guy knows how to... He thinks he knows how to handle stuff being said about him. Even though the Jay Seculos, his lawyer, who does a radio show... And I, I still find it fascinating during the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing when everybody was coming out and accusing him. And yes, the um, Michael Onomatopoeia guy that was representing Stormy Phoenix, he apparently got into a domestic dispute. I don't know. He hit his wife or something. I don't know the exact story. But now his name is sullied. So he was He had somebody that was going to testify Against Brett Kavanaugh And Jay Sekulow who is a lawyer Said we have to look at each one of these Seriously This could be these might be true And then the next day Somebody I guess from the Republican party Called him up and said look 
you've got to defend Brett Kavanaugh no matter what. You got no matter what happens. Somebody could come out and have his arm lopped off and say, Brett Kavanaugh just lopped off my arm and actually have the knife that Brett Kavanaugh did it with and uh, say, you know, this is actual indisputable proof. And Jay Sekulow said, no, no, okay, all right, whatever, that didn't actually happen, it's true. Sean Hannity went on stage during a Trump rally just before the elections and he got into a bunch of trouble with Fox News. The only reason why I bring that up is because you probably forgot about that by now. And I, when Sean Hannity makes the big news like that, because I knew him back at UCSB where I used to commute to the first two years. I lived up there the last two years and I worked with him at a, the college radio station there. And he was very nice back then, but what he's turned into, I don't like. I don't think he likes it. I don't think he, I mean, he likes the money. But when he looks in the mirror, I mean, can he sleep at night? I don't know. There, someday there will be an, a big expose about Sean Hannity, and we will all be very fascinated, or I know I will. But, and I also don't like, and I'm going to wrap this show up as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast on Podcast Valley. Audiovisual. Audiovisual. I am fine with you saying audiovisual, but don't say AV. I don't know why people say AV. Yeah, I work in AV. My whole problem with my life and why I'm relegated to doing a podcast on the internet from the outside of a restaurant here at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcast Valley, Mont, is I never got into the video part. And that's probably why there's no video recording for the show. And it is simply... It, it, that's befuddled and bemused me my whole life. But if you do know AV, ugh, I mean audio video, there are jobs for you. It's, we live in an increasingly audio video world. And just as I say to the young people, A, go to community college. B, if you're into it, don't just learn audio. Learn the audio video. They got to go hand in hand. Because I remember looking for a job and every audio job that I liked that I was interested in you had to know a bunch of video now I take podcast pictures I know that part of the video world and I have taken a couple movies I guess what I'm saying is I would probably like to learn it but so speaking of which the podcast picture today is actually a cartoon and features this guy that's meeting us out here this is John Deere the engineer you know I could actually teach you a little audio video if you'd like to learn. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's very nice of you. All right. That's a possibility. Hey, so that Proposition 8 kidney proposition, I think I voted the wrong way with that, but I don't know. I didn't want DeVita to, like, win out with that. I see all these DeVita places. I guess they're necessary, but they were apparently, like, increasing prices. And the people on, on dialysis, they've already got it bad as it is. And to be stuck in a position where they have to keep paying these high prices, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just kind of jumping all over the place today. Because we're only doing three shows this week. And I think I'm going to wrap it up right now. But next show, we're going to have the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. If you smoke pot, Stop. If you live in the Bay Area, because you are destroying your lungs. Not only are you inhaling the crap 
from the pot or maybe you're sick smoking cigarettes or whatever don't don't smoke while there's all this crap in the air you are just killing your lungs I don't even smoke and I feel like I can't freaking breathe so just that suggestion and keep your fingers crossed for the rain that's all I had to say woo uh yeah and you know what? You don't have to have turkey for Thanksgiving. I guess is what I wanted to say at that one juncture earlier. You don't. If there's this, yeah, we have turkey and all the fixings, and I eat it, and I go home and I cry because I ate all that awful food that I de- I detest, and I don't eat it any other time during the year. Have burgers. Oh my gosh, I just get so. Why do we have these stupid traditions? That's all I'm saying. And that's probably what the turkey is saying in today's cartoon. He had a couple of comments to say about how turkey sausage is lame. But yeah, so don't think beyond. Have salmon. Have some poached salmon. Look up. There's all these recipes online now. Don't shoehorn yourself. That's all I'm saying. Okay, have a great day. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.